criticism in short everything we know this nobody likes to be criticized and in this episode we're not just going to look at it from our point of view in terms of us being criticized but we're also going to take a look at what it means when we criticize other people the judgments that we cast the assumptions that we make and the criticism the stones that we throw at other people the cost of that stone, what it costs the person that's receiving the criticism. We're going to put ourselves in the shoes of those that we criticize. And to give a quick little example, I'm going to dive into a quick story. Imagine, just think back to a time when you were maybe around, I don't know, maybe 15, maybe 20 years old in high school, early college, and you did something innocently. And you regretted it. You were like, oh man, I should not have done that. Whatever, like, maybe you drank too much or whatever. Woke up the next day, you're like, man, I, did I do something stupid? And somebody says, yeah, you said this to this person. You're like, oh God, you, you feel bad for it, genuinely. And instead of getting some kind of love and compassion from the person that you're confiding in, they judge you. They make fun of you. They make you feel even worse than you already feel. What's your response? Do you say, yeah, you know, I'm definitely going to learn from this and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do this again? Or do you get reactive? Do you start to throw stones back at them? My bet is that you either throw stones back at them or you timidly say, I guess this is what happens when I drink. And maybe you just stop drinking for that reason altogether. In other words, you just limit yourself even more because of the fear of being criticized. Now put yourself in the person's shoes that you confided in. Imagine a friend came to you after having done something. Have you ever criticized somebody unfairly? Have you ever been quick to react before listening to why they did what they did? Whether they were drunk or they were completely sober? Doesn't matter what age they are. We do it to our parents even. It's time that we stop always criticizing. Maybe it's time that we get off of our high horse because truly the cost of criticism is everything. It's ever I mean it's everything. Literally. We just cre- we just created the um correlation essentially that we talk about ego edging God out, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're younger, we're these pure little beings and as soon as we have our own personality and we do something, the first thing that we do that somebody else doesn't like, what do they tell us? Oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, you shouldn't act that way. Oh, you shouldn't this. And then we're like, well, shit. Like, we get, I mean, at that young of an age, we don't necessarily know how to criticize back. So at that age, we start to cover our hearts. We start to cover our hearts even more. 
and even more. And then we get to an age when we're older and like the example you gave, let's say it was in college or something happened. First thing you're going to do is you're going to get tired of constantly covering your heart because how long have you covered it for? Yeah. At this point, are you even operating out of the person that you even know? Right? And then you you get criticized and maybe you're tired of it, you're fed up, and you, you give it right back. Mm-hmm. And now we live in this perpetuating cycle of essentially figuring out what's wrong with people or judging people before we even look at what could be good in somebody. Mm-hmm. There's no humanity, right? Like, when you, when you do that, and I mean, I'm in no way, shape, or form pointing fingers at other people. Like, I've done no, this. No, I've, I've been so guilty of it. I've honestly done, done it even up to recently. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Like, after we got back from Tony Robbins, like, that was one of the main things that clicked in my mind at Date With Destiny, where it's like, God, we like we don't we don't know what people are going through. Mm-mm. Like, it's it's so easy to judge, and for somebody that grows intentionally by doing the hard thing, like I all I I do it on purpose. I pick the more difficult workout of the two. I pick the more difficult thing to do, and judgment's the easier thing. Mm-hmm. Listening before I speak is harder, mm-hmm. and as a leader, I can't help somebody unless I, I understand. One main thing that Tony Robbins said is you can't influence if you're judging. Right. And what we all, most of the time, like we're, we're criticizing because we want, we're not necessarily doing it on purpose. We don't, we may not call it criticism. We may call it uh tough love or just being real with you. Like I'm the friend that's, that's, I just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But like sometimes that's harsh. Yeah. Right. And, and what, was keeping it real when you were 13 or 14 is very different now. Like maybe we got jaded. Right. Right. And we can't help anybody that way. I think, I, I, I mean, I think that's so true, especially for me. I think this time at Tony Robbins, like you said, was definitely an eye opener. Um, for me, I'm, I'm love, I'm compassion, I'm empathy, I'm faith. And just running with that has been so eye opening. I know we've only been home not very long and I've been sick majority of that time but my heart has just been so open something happened over there where my heart just opened wide up and literally so much compassion and love and empathy for just anybody and everybody and it it I just noticed that we we do live in a society where it's so easy just to judge mm-hmm. and we just we literally just throw so much shade just because just because like you don't think like I do, oh, you're stupid, or how dare you think like that, or how dare you act like that, or why do you do that, or instead of understanding that, oh my gosh, this person could have gone through who knows what in their lifetime, and they're doing the best they can with the resources that they have. Mm-hmm. And I think for us being in a position of leadership that, yeah, I mean, I'm glad we had this epiphany now, and we're on here talking about it, saying yeah. we're not perfect by any means no. I, we're, I think my family is one of the most judgy families I've ever seen um, so it's it's near and dear to us but obviously it's about learning and changing from it right yeah no absolutely and I, what I just like just realized I know is, I saw your face have this like aha moment uh, what I just realized is that <laughs> what we do is by judging other people. So, so just taking this whole concept that our outer world is a 100% reflection of our internal world. 
right? If our physical body is a reflection of our standards internally, then really when we're casting a stone, we're not casting it at somebody else. We're casting it at ourselves. Mm-hmm. When we're judging others, we're actually just judging ourselves. It's like, or or it's coming from a place of resentment. Um, I think on the very, uh, maybe in the third episode or whatever that we did, like when we, it still sounded horrible. So if you haven't heard it, don't feel bad. <laughs> um, I talked about how when I stepped out of corporate America to do music, it seemed as if I was in a room full of people wearing white shirts and I was wearing a black shirt. And everybody was coming up to me saying, no, 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 what are you doing? You can't wear that black shirt. We tried. And they told us we can't. So you have to wear a white shirt. And no matter what I did, they would not let me wear my black shirt. So I had to fight. Hmm. When we're judging, we're playing the person that's in the white shirt. Because somebody else is coming to us openly, vulnerably, as themselves, as their, as their little child inside them. They're scared. Right? They just made a mistake. They're, they're scared. And they're coming to us to confide in and for some, to be consoled, right? Like, and we're, we tell them, no, it's not okay to be yourself. It's not okay to be weak. It's not okay to be vulnerable. It's not okay to be real, mm-hmm. authentic. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to mess up because we weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. So we just, <coughs> we just take the advice that we were given. And really it's not advice. We just take the criticism that was handed to us and we say okay this is this is what the world is this is how it is this is how it's supposed to be and then we pass it on to somebody else and every time that we judge somebody else we're judging ourselves and what i realized the aha moment was not even necessarily that it was why we both had that click it's because we were compassionate towards ourselves Mm -hmm. i I mean, he's. I don't know if you. I mean, if you guys have seen the "I'm Not Your Guru" documentary, there's a there's a night at Day with Destiny called Suicide Night, and there's all these people standing up and they're sharing their stories, and at least three three people that stood up. I heard my past two years, at least, in or three years in their stories, and I was so grateful that I didn't get to a place of like the dark night of the soul. Like my dark, my rock bottom was was different, and it's just because I, I realized that it was, I had two things happen to me that kept me from there. And one, my mom told me be like a spider, no matter what. When some people break down your home, as long as you're alive, you always rebuild. Two, this too shall pass. If I didn't remember those two things, and did, had the example of my dad always fighting consistently, like never giving up, I don't know. Maybe I would have been that person. And that made me so much more compassionate towards them and me, which then allowed me to come home and not judge the people that were helping in the MBM lab. Not judge you. Absolutely. I, th- I agree with you. That night definitely was a really big eye-opener. There, I mean, again, I'd have to lie to say that I've not had thoughts and feelings of that too, right? In, in your deepest, darkest of times when you feel like everything's hopeless and you don't know what, like, what's the point of anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um but to have that compassion and to see that love and that care and literally see these people's eyes and see their souls just feel okay and feel that hope and knowing that that can only be obtained in a literally a room full of 5,000 people with zero judgment. Yeah. 
All that happens is we remove judgment. That's it. And when you remove judgment, the other person feels safe. That's like it. when we mess up, like I can think back to a million times that I messed up and I regretted it. Like I was like, man, I, I, like, I really wish I didn't do that. And I, even though it wasn't something crazy, it could have been something so tiny, but mm-hmm. judgment is judgment is judgment, right? So like I go and I, I'm just honest. I, I own up to my my mistakes. I take accountability for my actions. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm remorseful. And I'm being a human being. Like, I'm being the essence of what it means to be a human being. Mm-hmm. And I'm judged. So now I don't feel safe mm-hmm. because it hurts. So what do I do? I either become very harsh or I stop being honest. I don't tell the truth. Because if I tell the truth, what's the point? It's a lose-lose anyways. Might as well not be judged. Might as well be liked. Right. And that's a very, very, very steep cost to pay because we're really not liked for who we are. And all we want is to be accepted for who we are. I think that's what it, like, that's what it all boils down to, right? Like, when, we're, when we are babies, like, we, we are so pure. Mm-hmm. And all we want to do is be ourselves. All we want to do is just be the essence of who we are, which is fun and playful and just loving and kind and joyful and just fun you know just at at the deepest core I I, like I don't care if you're a mom I don't care if you're a dad I know I can't really say that anything I'm not a parent but that's one thing I don't want to lose about myself is that part of my life like I know that there is there is responsibilities and in raising your child and doing all of that and the stress of life gets to you and all that stuff happens but I think if one thing you don't lose is the true essence of being yourself, right? Then you have the ability to have that compassion and maybe not do that to your kids. Because we know in the South Asian culture that we're always told what what we did wrong before mm-hmm. what we did right. Yeah, where's the rest of the nine points? like? And when something like that happens, it's literally a dagger to your heart. Yeah. You're like, well, shit, like I thought I did so good. Yeah. And instead, fuck, like I did bad. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to be cussing. Um, it's our podcast. We do whatever we want. <laughs> um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. No, it, well, no, what you're saying, like it's, we feel like <coughs> we can't win when that happens. Like, judgment and criticism breeds perfectionism. Yeah. Which breeds, which which puts us in an impossible situation, and so many of us, too many of us, are walking around, moving through this world, saying I'm not, feeling deep down that I'm not enough. And that's because I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not until I'm perfect and that everybody in the world likes me and accepts me and, and loves me that I'll, I'll feel like I'm worthy or like I, I'm enough, like I finally made it. So we want to make the most money in the world. Why? Because we want to beat that, um, like that, I guess, bucket of people that will accept us. But what happens when they don't? Because mm-hmm. that's what happens. We, we hit a certain milestone. They don't treat us any differently. Or you're trying to live life doing this thing for somebody else other than yourself. Yeah. No, like we... And that's like... Criticism... If you guys haven't pieced it together yet, like, you see how deep it runs. Like, when you criticize people, they start to build a facade. Your ego. This caricature. The lesser version of you in in the me versus me, right? Mm-hmm. And now you have an internal battle going on. And you're trying to 
really just feel loved like feel like you're you have a place like you belong like love and belonging and we think that you know over time like if we keep getting criticized not 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 being enough and all this we feel like we have to be perfect and then now we're just constantly striving and that's why you have so many first generation like in our whole in our whole community our whole culture everybody that was born here i think like in immigrants in general like that were the ones that were born here first generation we're all achievers why when you really think about it why are we all trying to achieve something why are we all trying to do something like make a lot of money or get, you know be in a high position in a company or you know be the first one like our community is based on one-upping each other it's keeping up with the joneses and that's because we think that if we're the one that everybody else has to keep up with, we're going to be loved. And now we're doing everything for love for, mm-hmm. from other people, and we're never giving it to ourselves. Because we're, deep down, we're still judging ourselves. It I, shows up when we judge others. I think you said something so so awesome at the beginning that, like, when your aha moment or whatever was that, yeah, it's at Tony Robbins, the reason that we we both got to this conclusion was that we completely had nothing but love and compassion for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, it it literally just opened up our hearts, it opened up our minds, it opened up everything for us to be able to have that love and compassion, true love and compassion for everybody else around us. So again, it starts with you. It starts with yourself. It starts with loving yourself and being compassionate towards yourself. Forgiving because, yourself. And forgiving yourself, yeah. I want everybody to know, like, everything we've done this far in life, you've done because you... That's the best you knew how to do. Mm-hmm. You did whatever you could with the resources that you had, and you don't, it's okay. Now it's time. Like, if you're able to listen to these podcasts and you have access to the internet, we will live in a world where you can learn and grow as much as you possibly want to. Yeah. You can uh, take that and run with it, right? I'm, uh, I'm reading this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. Dale Carnegie, and it's really it's like a manifesto to leadership, but I'm pulling it up. He said something in here that's so powerful. I'm going to read two paragraphs real quick. No, one paragraph. When dealing with people, let us remember we're not dealing with creatures of logic. We're dealing with creatures of emotion, creatures bristling with prejudices and motivated by pride and vanity. Instead of condemning people, let's try to understand them. Let's try to figure out why they do what they do. That's a lot more profitable and intriguing than criticism, and it breeds sympathy, tolerance, and kindness. To know all is to forgive all. As Dr. Johnson said, God himself does not propose to judge man until the end of his days. Why should you and I? So powerful. Yeah. It's hard, too. We're not saying, like... It's hard to... Not. Not judge. Yeah. I mean, I, like... But don't judge yourself if you accidentally judge somebody. Right. Right? Like, it's just literally being... It's not even a... It's an internal game. Like, this... every Like, we haven't strayed away from the it's me versus me. It's an internal game. That's all life is. But that aha moment just made me realize how much of it... Like, even more of an understanding of how much of an internal game it is. We stop judging other people because we stop judging ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, it, I'm still going to 
slip up. I'm still going to speak before I listen here and there. I'm still going to accidentally cut people off. And I don't mean to do it out of out of harm, but I, it's it's because I get caught up in the moment and I forget what my job is. Like, my purpose is to be a loving and passionate leader, mm-hmm. right? And And if I cut people off, then I can't do that. It's loving and passionate. It's not passionate and loving. Right. And this whole time I've been, I've been leading with passion, but it's about leading with love because that's the most effective way of leading. And if I slip up, I have an, I have an opportunity to be compassionate towards myself mm-hmm. and just further cement the compassion muscle in my body because what I do to me, I do to others. Right. Or I can judge myself. And if I judge myself, then I'll, you'll, I guarantee I'll start judging other people. Right. No, that makes so much sense. Wow. I love it. These podcasts, we don't really necessarily plan what no. we're talking about. So some of these moments, <laughs> yeah, they, they mind blow me as much as they hopefully mind blow y'all. We, we learn a lot about each other and ourselves on these podcasts in real time. So y'all, we just share these moments with y'all. <laughs> we, that's why we don't plan it. We just get on here and... Um, Stay present, Get just present, talk. Yeah. And then it's awesome. Try to keep the dog from whimpering as she naps. Yeah. It's always a struggle. Why am I talking like it's nineteen thirty? <laughs> whimpering as she lays. It's because you're reading the damn book. Yeah. <coughs> That's awesome. Um, what would you say are three ways to alleviate judgment from your life? Eradicate judgment. Ooh. I don't know, I don't even know the answer so. Yeah, I'm still working on that. So, I guess I guess first and foremost is just being kind to yourself. Right? That cuz that's what we just realized that you you have to have compassion and not judge yourself first, which I think that is that is me versus me. That's the half of me versus me mm-hmm. um to be able to do that. Um Number two, I think it would be to listen. Mm-hmm. Whoever you're speaking to, just it's not about you; it's about them. Listen. Mm-hmm. You'll your chance will come if it's supposed to come. Your story doesn't need to be told to everybody. I'm I'm saying that because it's I'm learning that as well. It's it's so it's so easy to feel significant and feel important, especially in this line of work. And you want other people to hear everything that you have to say, but that's not necessarily um, right. Being yeah. being a leader, like you were telling me, is essentially saying not come follow me. It's to guide. Yeah. And you can't guide unless you listen. Yeah. Um, and then last would be. It would have to. I think it would have to be try to stay present. Like as you're as you're listening and as you're being compassionate towards yourself, just stay present because when you're present, you're able to connect with Source, and when you're connected with Source, you're infinite, and you literally have everything at your fingertips that you may need to do to handle any situation or have compassion or feel that love. Mm-hmm. It's when you can master the art of being compassionate, everything in your life will change. Because it's not only is it the most effective success strategy, it is the single most effective life strategy, compassion. Because 
you will connect with people. You will have everything you need and more. And from a business standpoint, people will actually want to learn from you because you will allow them to. Mm-hmm. You will allow them to learn. You will allow, you will, people will want to do business with you because they feel safe. And that's true leadership. Whether we like it or not, we're all leaders. Mm-hmm. We're all responsible for leading our own life. Whether we associate as being a leader or not, that's up to us to define, but we're all leaders. That's why self-made. We're all self-made, whether we know it or not, whether we accept it or not. Yep. I love that. Powerful. Love it. You're awesome. You're awesome. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Me Versus Me. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, find a friend and share this with them ASAP, within the hour. Why? Because it's going to show that you're taking yourself and your growth seriously. You're taking massive action. Plus, you're going to get a little built-in accountability buddy and somebody that you can kind of bounce ideas off of and build a tribe. It's extremely beneficial. It's a win-win. Make sure you do that. Also, make sure that you subscribe and leave a comment and then head on over to Instagram and tap in with us. We're here to help you defy the odds. Find us on Instagram at shenanays underscore lab. That's S-H-A-N-A-Y-N-A-Y-S underscore lab. Tap in with me at The Maker Show. That's T-H-E-M-A-Y-K-R Show. Playing the game of life at the highest level is not easy, but I promise you it's always worth it. And when you set out and you make that your mission, and life happens, and you feel like you're stuck, and your back's on the wall, just take a step back, take a deep breath, and remember, it's me versus me. Watch your mouth when I come around, I'ma shut it down. Got that sound, that's gonna run the town, in and out the town. Ain't no way around, it flows astounding, and I got that bounce, pound for pound. Hardest out, hardest out, way too blessed to trip.